on this week's Off the Back Fence. Coming up to our Christmas break, two episodes to go. So second last episode, we talk a little cricket, a little EPL, NFL Week 13. Slight talk on the NBA and all the drafts that have been happening. NRL chat, AFL draft, little bits of everything. So stick around and enjoy the show. Alright, alright, welcome back to another week of Off the Back Fence with Woz and Coomsey. Coomsey, mate, very relaxed weekend by the sounds of it. We've been talking off mic. Sounds like you had a bit of good bit of fa- good family time. Yeah, it was good to see my mum and dad for the first time in t- 10 months for my mum, 12 for my dad. And it was nice, just a nice relaxing day. Convinced my mum and my girlfriend to... Uh, Go out for breakfast out at Tullamarine at the Wave Pool, so I could go get my weekly surfing. So it was a good, good day. Definitely, mate. And it would have been tough, and I can definitely feel for you, obviously being down there. So, oh, you're doing some motion. So, we'll, we'll, a bit of a disclaimer: the third one, uh, third 2020 is on. Coomsey's watching it, so you might get live updates throughout this one. It's four for 181 at the moment, awesome. and that those are da- the wannabe da- Dave Warner. Um, Darcy Shorts on six runs off two balls. That's good going, in my opinion. So, but mate, we were talking off off mic. Two weeks to go. We're going to finish up next week. Bit of a, it is slowing up, but we thought we'd do a quick recap on the cricket, a little bit of the EPL. Oh, NFL. NFL actually was a fantastic slate this weekend. There was a lot of great, great games. Uh, we might father Seahawks fucking me over. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's always one, like every four, every week. There's always one. This Mate, week it was the four. Oh, the silver. fucking guaranteed W and a guaranteed four hundred dollars in the skyrocket. Yeah, true. But at the same time, the New York Football Giants bringing in Colt McCoy that that was always going to bring you in trouble. I feel old shady. <laughs> yeah. Wrong McCoy. Wrong. That's that's McCoy, not McColt. Oh, wait. Okay. Anyway, so um, just an update. Darcy Short ran himself out stupidly, and he's wearing number twenty. Oh. Did he, he's got 23, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got 23, like, fucking. <laughs> I, I won't say anything. There you go. There's only two sportsmen who should have 23. Oh, three. Three. No, four, 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 four. Okay, keep. Jamie Carragher. Oh, God, God damn it. Anyway, like I mentioned, talk a bit of cricket. We'll talk a bit of EPL, NFL, maybe a little bit around the ground. So there has been some NRL talk, trade, NBA, everything is happening but it is winding down on our end. So, mate, let's start off with the cricket. Now, Australia finished uh, a bit weak in the one-day series. That finished up last week. We ended up winning the series 2-1, uh, finished up at Monica Oval. Uh, I think we were recording on the third one-day last week. Uh, any takes from the one-day series? Anything you can take away from it? Um, Steve Smith's in great form. Mitchell Pierce is fucking horrendous. Mitchell Pierce. Oh no, Mitchell Scar. No, <laughs> Mitchell Scar. Mitchell, all Mitchells are the same. They're fucking useless. Um, Josh Hazelwood's probably going to be our leading wicket taker for the summer. Yeah. And um, yeah, we just and while watching the T Twenties, it just seems that we don't. I don't know why we had this rush to change the winning formula so quickly. Yeah. Who is Daniel Sams? Yeah. Does he play great cricket 90% of the time and then 
Big Bash comes around, he's all of a sudden a superstar. Yeah, no, he's been a pretty regular... I think he's pretty regular for the Sydney Thunder and the BBL, speaking of which, kicks off on Thursday, which I'm looking looking forward to. It just means cricket's on every single night of the week going forward into Christmas. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what the setup is. Obviously, there are d- different players that are a bit better to the quicker format. Uh, Darcy Short is a prime example. I don't know if he's had a shot at the one-dayers. He's not up to international level. You don't think so? Nah. Mm, very, that's a very just- hot take, that one. No, just I. So Maxwell, live update. Maxwell got eighty. Maxwell, oh no, Wade got eighty. Maxwell got fifty-four. Smith got twenty-four. Aaron Finch got a globe. Darcy Short seven runs. Enriquez with um, Julio got um, five, and then Daniel Sims got zero. Very good. And that's the the, then that's the update. We'll probably keep you updated throughout this uh, podcast. Uh, but yeah, mate. Any we get, go into the twenty twenty, and we've been actually rolled by India pretty convincingly each time. Yeah, I don't. Australia hasn't been the perennial twenty twenty champions for a while. I know they've they did they win it recently. I can't remember now. Uh, we were number one for a short period. We had a good little run, but we just like we tinker with the format, our team so much. Like we don't have. I can. I'm happy that we gave. Um, Pat Cummins a bit of time off, but like we got to stop picking guys who have one good BBL season because oh god, the BBL's not even that good. Yeah. Well, the the BBL's turning into a bit of a Mickey Mouse kind of format because they just keep tinkering with that. It was it was at its peak around BBL six or seven, like it was the perfect competition, like to complement the IPL in the summer of Australia, really. But now we're in. A, speaking of which. Uh, yeah, the BBL kicks off on Thursday night. I, I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward. To a bit of news out of that. Um, Brisbane lost uh, Tom Banton, one of their internationals, so he's headed back home. He wanted to break bubble. He's been in a bubble circumstance for biosecurity reasons, obviously since about July. So he wanted to head back to England for a bit of normalcy, which is totally understandable in the current scheme of things. He's been away from home for close to six months. So, but yeah, can't blame him. No, neither. Like it's been a tough and year. The, it's been a tough year for a, a lot of people. So like, it makes a lot of sense. Like even when there was NRL and AFL going on, there was bubbles in those circumstances. But yeah. And then today, Will Pavlovsky suffered a concussion from a nasty bouncer. Yeah, so he's in big doubt for the thing. Joey Burns not getting runs. Yeah, it's. So, so the top order's looking very shaky going into the first test starting next Thursday. I'm not I'm not overly worried. I think, yeah, I'm not overly worried. I actually came out just before that Pavoski is not going to play the second tour match against India for Australia. Eh? So uh, he's out for that. <laughs> so and that may come as a blow for his actual test debut. He may get it down the line, but I think at the moment, if Warner's fit, I think it'll be Warner and Burns at the top of the order. Uh, I, I just can't. I think, I, I think it's being blown out of proportion that runs needed to be scored in these tour matches. Yeah. Jo- and everyone begging for this Cameron Green. He's only 19. You, he can't. He can't. He's had three stress fractures in his back. Already. Like, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it's just. That's a lot. Of, I think that's one of the big problems with Australian cricket. Because when I grew up playing cricket, you could. Pace bowlers were only limited to bowling te- at 16, were limited bowling 12 overs a game. Mm. So 
they're not getting, like, as you say, runs on the board, like they're not getting repetitions. So their body's only used to a limited workload and once they give them a big workload, that's when they start breaking down. Yeah, exactly right. And that was like packing. Same with the old, you retire at 45, you used to retire at 50 at under 12s. That's why it looks like a lot of young batsmen don't get big scores nowadays. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I was just going to mention, it was a similar similar circumstance for Pat Cummins when he burst onto the international scene. He was 19 or 18 and then yeah. I think he played one or two tests against South Africa, yeah. teared him apart and then was went missing because he was injured. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we can whinge on about this. The test is coming up very, very soon. We may, uh, we may get the first test. We may do a bit of a touch on that. Um, it's, it's good to have cricket back. The one days were fantastic. It was good to see uh, our runs on the board. Steve Smith, well, like we mentioned, just unbelievable. There was a good stat that was posted up by ABC Grandstand also that it's basically day and night for Aaron Finch. So he was good during the one-day series scoring. I think he got the 100 and two scores over 50. And he's gone into the 2020 as the captain and he got a duck to, tonight. So it's lucky that he's not going into the test. He's basic, His summer basically stalls a little bit in, over the BBL and then he'll come back onto the scene a little bit later on into the summer. But yeah, it's like... I don't know. It's really hard to pick because 2020 is such a quick format. You're in, you're out kind of thing. So who knows? But cricket's back. I bet you. I, I'm guessing you're wishing that Sean Marsh was somewhere in the scene. Oh, a bit of stability, left hand. It was a solid technical base. Oh, just bring that back. Yeah. Oh, 100%. A bit of grit. You know what? I'm starting to come around to your fun facts and your Sean Marsh obsession. So you, you know what? I'm for it. Um, I found out my cousin's um, soon-to-be husband is a big Sean Marsh fan as well, so that's quite a handy little um, person to have in the fan club as well. I was going to say, I was going to say, two people fan club. I was going to say that. Well, you've got three. I, I'm a partial supporter, so you, you sort of got that. Um, actually, it was brought up also. Now the second 2020, Finch was injured, so instead of naming Smith captain, they named Matt Wade captain. What was your take on that? I think. Oh, there was something came out that Smith has passed certain leadership quality tests. I think they're still just going to make him bide his time, wait till he. I think Smith isn't. I don't Smith think Smith ever wanted to be the one day captain. No, either. I don't think he was. A, so for him to be, I think he's more focused test based. He doesn't. But yeah, Matthew Wade's a fucking idiot. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> He's fucking useless. Uh, I can't, I'm trying to just. I'm trying to stick up, like find the words, but he's fucking useless. <laughs> he's gonna be lucky to ride out his test summer. Uh, well, that that's actually one of the hot takes. I think him coming into the test squad as just a batsman only, not a keeper, which is fair because Tim Payne's our keeper. Uh, I don't know where that's gonna go, but. Um, like I agree with it. Like you, like you said, leadership qualities have to be passed, and it's it is a long road back. I think he's he's on the right track if he wants to go down that road of leadership again. But I think he's in a perfect spot at the moment just to do what he's doing. Like I heard a hot take this week that Dave Warner doesn't want to tour during our winter anymore because he's so tired from being away from his home. Well, if you don't want to tour during our winter, you don't get a tour during the summer. So fuck right off. <laughs> Where did that come from? Oh, I heard it on the grapevine over the weekend, and it's just like that. That's just Dave Warner to a T for me. Always making himself bigger than the team. Yeah, is he the new Shane Warne? But Warner can back it up. Warner can't back it up on a, any other pitch other than a bloody 
the Hume Highway of the MCG or the Stewart Highway of the Adelaide Oval. Yeah, fair enough then. But yeah, cricket's back. It's good. I get to watch it when I can, so it's good. Uh, Mate, we might move on to the English Premier League. Now, we're still sitting top. Till two, till not till week next Saturday. Sunday. Ooh, week next Saturday. That should be fun. But either way, um, it was good results for both Liverpool, Spurs. Uh, I think Chelsea had a good. Did Chelsea have a win? Pretty sure they had a win also. Chelsea had a win. Yeah, Chelsea had a win. So they're putting pressure on that. Leicester's still up there. Um, so Liverpool beat Wolves four nil. Expected? Do you think? Not to the. Liverpool and playing with the res- the third choice keeper, quite unexpected. Still playing with a very makeshift back line. Um, the boys are looking good. Like they got two guys back off from off the physios bench, so that means well we're down to thirteen injured players now. So <laughs> and we're just motoring along. We're not. We haven't. We've played City so far. We didn't look that troubled against them. We played very under man. So. I'm not really that worried when we come up to Tottenham in a couple of weeks. Like, I can see us trouncing Fulham this week at Craven Cottage, and then um, Tottenham at home. We get five, we're allowed five hundred. We're allowed two thousand fans at Anfield now. So, oh. two thousand fans at Anfield is the equivalent of fifty thousand fans at Tottenham because you guys don't have anyone really turn up. That's a lie. And um, so, yeah, just looking good. We're looking good going into the Christmas. Yeah. Period. Um. We've got Palace this week, and they've always been a side I've always been wary of. We've gotten results off them in the previous couple of years. Oh, but to borrow a term from a show, Palace have got speed out wide. True. So, but at the same time, we've we've probably got the form player of the comp in Sonny. Like, I reckon well, he. Song. Yes. You're you've got to be. You've got to give him what? some praise, dude. Come on, Salah. Uh, <laughs> there's that one-eyed bias. Piss off. No, but I, I'm being. I'm. I'm sort of trying to be unbiased. Yes, no, I can. I'm saying it. You guys finally actually beat Arsenal for once in your northeast derby. We've beaten them plenty of times in the last five years. Shut up. But like you can sort of understand my reasoning behind it. He like th- they throw out fun stats, and obviously he scored eleven goals this season. Oh no, he scored ten goals this season in eleven games. Arsenal's played eleven, uh, eleven games, scored ten goals combined. Like that's just a fun stat. But I think he's been an- incredible. Like uh, he's finding his plot and his team. I think Mourinho's got them humming. I think I don't know. Yeah. Like it's 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 got a different vibe he's about it. He's still happy. He's still t- like his press conferences. Still, he does the thing where he pokes them, and some clubs can go to that. But I just I can't see Tottenham maintaining his pace because sooner or later, look up. It's gonna look up. They don't. I, you guys don't have the um, depth. Of a city, we don't have the depth of a city. No, I'm predicting we're going to start dropping points soon. But yeah, yeah, no, I, be I, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I, as a as a fan of Spurs, I want them to win the comp, of course. But I've also been in this position before. The, uh, the sim, like the one that comes to mind is the year we came second to Leicester. Like all that year, we were pushing for the first, but like 
we're out in front based on points differential. We've played really good football. We've been pressing. Like, and we've also been playing good midweek football too. So, like, the rotation is there currently. But I get what you're saying. Like, it's coming up to – like, we, we spoke about it weeks ago where our stretch for this six-week period in the Premier League or six-match day period is just top six, like, or just pushing the top six. So – but yeah, it, like a good good round. So obviously, we won the North London derby. I'm pretty stoked about that because Liverpool have always shit on us. It's fantastic. Uh, other results: Leicester kept winning, so they beat Sheffield United. Palace thrashed West Bromwich. Uh, Chelsea beat Leeds. Uh, United Southampton beat, beat. Yeah, Southampton beat Brighton two one. Matty Ryan shout out there. Uh, Man United won three one. West Ham. Now I did read a report that. Uh, Pogba's manager reckons he's good as gone at Man United. What's your take on that? Um, I don't really follow. I don't follow Man United just out of spite because I'm sick of like dealing with my brother who's a fucking clown thinking United are still good and just the shit the United fans dribble out of that. They're starting to really like – they're sounding desperate. <laughs> Like, can they win at home? No. That's the sign of a good team. So there's your answer. United are not a good team anymore. And I don't blame Pogba for trying to jump a sinking ship, but he's not really the player that... He's been made out to be. the World Cup in 2000. Yeah, he's not... He's had one half-decent tournament and maybe one couple of half-decent years in Juventus and, like, spots, but he's not... Good players don't just turn up for one game in eight. As I call the Jared Haynes syndrome. Thank but you. We, that he, he's been he's been cancelled. So let's not talk about him. Yes, very um, much so. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I just can't see Pogba getting the big money that he's going to want. No, he'll probably just get lost in the tra- um, rotation at somewhere like a Barcelona, or Real Madrid, possibly back at Juventus. Yeah, like I remember watching him at UV. Uh, in a Champions League match against City. And a friend friend of mine in England, he was pointing him out to me because I didn't know my football back then. But he was just saying, this guy is unbelievable. But even in that game, like you sort, I sort of put a little bit of focus on him. Just, I don't know, just there's a hint of laziness. Like he has the talent, obviously, and that's been shown before. But just when things aren't going his way, it's just... Just goes by the wayside, or if he doesn't get his way, he goes by the wayside. But anyway, this week we've got a good. There's actually not a decent. Like it's not a bad slate of Premier League games. So you've got uh, Leeds versus West Ham at Ellen Road, uh, and then the pick of the Sunday morning games here in Australia. You got the United City Derby, so the Manchester Derby. We've got Palace on Monday morning. You've got Fulham at the same time, um, Leicester Brighton. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's not. It's like a pretty competitive slate of games, which is good. So Premier League's ramping up again. Champions League was all over the shop. Europa's all over the shop. I know that we're winning our games or drawing. I think we had a four-all draw against some strange team last week. But it is what it is. Has the cricket kicked yeah. off again? No, they're still in the Indians break. I was just some. I saw the bouncer that failed, Will Pozbovsky. Cannot play a short ball with it. I just learnt. Uh, well, it was a very awkward shot if like, if you were to oh. like to depict it. But I think pretty yeah. sure he's a pretty good short ball player. 
Either way. Uh, not by the look of that. No. <laughs> what, trying to plonk sweep a fucking half-tracker? Yeah, and the problem... You're an idiot. The, the, <laughs> and the problem with him too, he has had concussions before, so this is... He had nine concussions. That's not healthy. No, that's... That's not healthy. No, and he's only 22, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. And already with mental his mental illness problems. Yeah. Not a good combination. No, definitely not. Mate, we might move over to America where the one sport that seems to still chug on is the NFL. We're into week 13. Uh, you're, you're tracking pretty well with your pick I'm tracking all okay. I think you said I was in the top 50%. You're in the top 25 of the nation. So good job. Nothing to sneeze at. But that's good. Um, probably the big story, and I sent you the funny meme of it today, but we have no more undefeated teams in the NFL this season. So the 74 Miami Dolphins can celebrate again. So, pretty good. No, the Patriots went under. Oh, no, they lost the Super Bowl. They lost the Super Bowl. Dude. Yeah, I remember that. That was fantastic. Um, yeah, so the Washington football team of all football teams beat the Steelers 23-17. Uh, Alex Smith, regardless of what has happened, he's probably comeback player of the year, even if they don't make the playoffs. Like, to come from a life-threatening leg injury to coming back, leading a team... Getting crucial wins, yeah, I'm I've got him as my comeback player of the year. Uh, other results uh, today: the Bills got up over the 49ers. They still control the AFC East. Uh, Kansas keeps rolling on. They beat the Broncos 22 to 16 at Mile High. Yeah, I think it was at Mile High. Uh, Saints beat the Falcons. Colts beat the Texans. Uh, they still are leading the AFC South. Dolphins beat Bengals, I was expected. The Vikings beat the Jags in OT. Now, this is now we've got to celebrate this. We spoke about it last week, but the Browns won 41 to 35 over the Titans. They are now in sole second position of the AFC North, right underneath the Steelers. This will be a winning season for them. But the biggest question, like the biggest thing is they'll be playoff bound by my stretch. Like they're gonna be they're a good, good side. Oh, the Browns are now within Super Bowl chat. Yeah. They're humming at the right time. Pittsburgh, last couple of weeks, the wheels have looked like they're starting to slowly fall off. Yes. And, yeah, but as, like, other podcasts and other people have said, Baker Mayfield is not a great quarterback. No. He's a very good quarterback. Yep. He's going to do the job, but you've got a great running back, Nick Chubb, and a um, tackle He's blocking the block, making way for Chubb. Yeah, it, and that's the thing. Like, did you say I have a half Chubb? No, <laughs> but no, you're right though. Like, there was a stat. It's I can't remember it, but it was basically the Browns are considerably better with Nick Chubb, and I think it's the left guard. If, name fails me every single time, but they are considerably better when they're in the side. Chubb is top five running back in the league. They. And they're having fun. That's the best part. Like the the Browns have now got a decent offensive line, decent weapons outside with OBJ, Jarvis Landry. Nick Chubb can catch a ball, but he will run the ball down your throat. And Kareem Hunt, yeah, Kareem Hunt, like that, like that right there. Austin Hooper, yeah, like you can rattle off that many names. Plus, like you mentioned, Baker can be a like he will be a serviceable quarterback. He doesn't have to be great, but he has to be serviceable which is fine. 
and they've now got their winning season. They are definitely within the realms of. I'm not going to put them in the Super Bowl chat. Definitely not. There's other teams like the road through the AFC, the AFC Championship chat. That's the thing, though. I can still see them slipping either week one or two before they get to if the they championship. Can avoid, if they can avoid Kansas City, I can see them making the championship. I think any team. That they every team in the AFC playoff picture needs to avoid the Kansas City Chiefs. They're just a cheat code. It sucks. Yeah, it really, really sucks. And like, for, to credit to the Denver Broncos, my team, like they had a four point lead and they only held them to twenty two points and only lost by six. Mm. Like, it, like that was a fantastic game. I don't know what to make of Drew Locke anymore. I really, really don't. So it is what it is for the time being. Um. <laughs> Probably the funniest. I've got another one. Aaron Rodgers is absolutely teared off again against um, the Eagles. The Eagles, yes, awful quarterback in Carson Wentz. Yeah, can't hold, can't, can't hold the ball, and then Jalen Hurts comes in. Doesn't look much better, but like Green Bay Packers are probably the best team in the NFC now. Debatable up I, there with the LA Rams. Oh, I still think the Saints have got it. I reckon the Saints, the NFC, will roll through New Orleans. I we haven't seen Taysom Hill handle a good defense yet. Very true, but at the same time, I don't know. It's, it's something about Taysom Hill that he's 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 like he is no. But what I was going for is more like the Baker Mayfield. He can be serviceable, and he's got decent weapons around him. Yeah. Like they've got fantastic running backs. Uh, Latavius Murray's one of them. Uh, who else? They got oh, they got Mike Thomas, Alvin Michael Kamara. Thomas. Yeah, like and Alvin Kamara. That yeah. For how did I forget him? Christ. Um, I think the Saints' defense is a bit of a worry. Drew Brees. I've got. I still couldn't get over in reading that he had broken or fractured eleven ribs. Eleven ribs. That's fucking yeah. ridiculous. Like, what's he doing? Eight at the back, eight at, uh, eight at the front, three at the back. So what? Quite a, and a lacerated. Yeah. Oh, fuck, fuck me. He, well, apparently he's coming back next week. Well, I don't know how. How do you come back from that? It sounds very, very bad. Um, probably the funniest thing though. The tank continues for the New York Jets. Oh, did to you be s- done on a bloody hail mary? Yeah, but <laughs> did you see the last play at all? I saw the just. I saw highlights of it and then the scramble and just throw it. It's just like <laughs> great way to tank a game. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. They, so basically just to give you an idea, they ran blitz on that play. They had no men back and they just bl- tried to blitz and rush the quarterback <laughs> and they got done. So like it's the, per- like, the perfect tank job is like they look, look like they're about to win and make it a bit of a contest for that number one draft pick, and then they just lose in the last second. So they mm. continue their 0-12 run. Like They will go 0-16. They will get Trevor Lawrence. That's if he accepts to come to New York, which I think he will. Yeah. But other than that, like a bit of playoff talk. Now it's, like, it's getting to the point now where everything is starting to shape really, really nicely. So... At the current time, the Chiefs have clinched a playoff spot. They haven't. The biggest thing is the number one seed in the AFC has not been clinched yet. So the Steelers and the Chiefs are battling that. You've got the Buffalo Bills at nine and three, and the Titans who make up your division leaders. Currently in the AFC, the wild card spots are being taken by the Browns, the Dolphins, and the Colts. 
while on the bubble is the Raiders, the Ravens, and the and the Patriots. Like the goddamn the Patriots. Forty-five nil. Let's not. Unless I think even less than a hundred yards throwing by Cam Newton again. Don't want to talk about it. They won. Who cares? They keep winning. Um, yeah. <laughs> but in the NFC, it goes Saints one, Packers two, Rams three, Giants as your division. The Gi- once again, the NFC is just unbelievable. Um, yeah, so the Giants are currently five and seven, uh, but they're like the Washington football teams are five and seven too. So they could easily leapfrog them. And then in the wild card spot, she got the Seahawks, the Bucks, and the Vikes with on the cusp of the Cardinals. And the the Bears and the Lions are still in the mix for the NFC. The NFC is so bad that it, I, I think the AFC wins it again. There's no stopping the Chiefs. Hmm. But I just, yeah, the Chiefs are looking to become the new Patriots in a second. So it's, yeah. The thing, the thing is, though, it's a different kind of dynasty. It is just all speed and just firepower. Like their defense could probably, like they'd probably let in twenty-five to thirty points a game, but they will, they would know that they've got the offense that would keep up with that and beat it. Oh, um, I'm gonna just interrupt everything. I just gotta have a quick piece. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we're back. The last couple of weeks have just gone off the rails. We had to stop recording last week to go oh, so I could get get groceries from downstairs. And this week you go into the bathroom. So, uh, but yeah, mate, amateur radio. It's fine. Uh, we're trying our hardest. Uh, I think next year will be a bit different. I think we'll have a bit of a plan going into it. This year has been a bit of fun. I've really really enjoyed it. So, um, but yeah, the NFL it's starting to heat up. We're going into weekend uh, week fourteen. I'm going into my fantasy. Finals, I think. I'm going in as the fourth seed, I think. So I'm in the I'm in the hunt for big money. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, we're one. It's one for eight in the second innings of the T20 at the moment. Beautiful. Capoli's out to bat with Darwin, so troubles brewing here for the Australian pace attack if we don't get early wickets. Oh yes. Uh, well, who got the wicket? I'd like to know who got it. Maxwell, Maxwell, got, Ma- you know what, Maxi? Who cares? Give the ball to Maxi. Give him four straight overs. I don't care. A couple of a couple of Yorkers. There'll be a Walker on his toes, and there he goes, boys. That's it. One brings two. One brings two. Plenty of that. Plenty of that in the New Year's Test. I'm looking forward to that. Now, we've talked cricket. We've talked EPL. We've talked a bit of NFL, mate. Let's talk a bit around the grounds. Like, there's been a mix. Uh, there's been a lot of trade discussions in the NBA. Probably the biggest one is Russell Westbrook being traded to the Washington Wizards for John Wall and a, a bunch of picks, I'm pretty sure. Uh, any thoughts on any trades? Any thoughts on this trade in particular? Um, I just think the NBA is just a basket case of shit, really. <laughs> like, uh, like I saw today, like LeBron addressed the thing about how Kyrie came out on KD's podcast saying that KD's more clutch than thing and LeBron was just saying that he was trying to um, like never meant to harm his ego and stuff but yeah it's just NBA players have got massive egos you got James Harden going on a bet going just going to strip clubs refusing to enter the COVID protocol um, I'm looking hanging out what a club what happened to rap like that let's just change it from sport to now rap music what happened to rap music now that you got a rapper called Little Baby what does he sing? This is old man. Is he up there with a little pump? 
Is he up there with little yachty? Um, God, what happened to this good old fashioned Wu Tang? Oh, notorious. Is this is this the new segment? Old man yells at cloud. Like what? What is this? No, this is just like mumble rap is up there with the world's worst fucking music in history. It's up. I go mumble rap, Creed, Nickelback. Dude, no. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I like the pants around your feet. <laughs> da, 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 da. Great line. Uh, sort of up there with rhyming with Kodak with Kodak by Mr. Pitbull himself. Um, hey, Mr. Nothing wrong with Mr. Worldwide. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Um, no, I get I get what you're talking right, about, right. but I'm, I'm looking forward to James Harden rocking up to Houston practice on a Sunday after being at the buffet at his local strip club, like 100 wings deep, just massive gut. Like... <laughs> It is. He's, it is a shit show. He, he's becoming Fat James now. <laughs> he's he's always looking one week, one bender away from gaining weight that he's not going to lose. Yes, and that's a scary. Oh, he's uh, kind of a bit like me in twenty twenty. That's. A, I was going to say that's a very scary, scary thought. That's for sure. Uh, I did see a post about the roster for the Los Angeles Lakers for the upcoming season. They're going to win back-to-back. I don't care. Throw your money on it. I think they are going to roll through every single team. Like, they've made smart investments. I'm pretty sure Wesley Matthews from the Portland Blazers is on there. He's a very serviceable three, so he'll be a fantastic point man. They've got a young Anatokumbai. They've got the younger brother of him. Yeah, it's going to be the Lakers again. Like I think the and the best part is NBA is kicking off in Christmas week this year, not October as we would be talking about it. Uh, but yeah, Christmas Christmas Day basketball is always fun. Uh, what else? Yeah, Lakers Clippers to start off. Um, NHL still no um, start date there. They're still talking. They're still thing. talking about potential a puck, first puck dropping around mid January, maybe early February. Yeah. But that 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 is down to pay. Essentially, yeah, it's down to pay the owners. Um, but yeah, so other than that, I think well, by the time the podcast drops tomorrow, hopefully the Pipe Masters Invitational is on. Mm. If you're a betting man, as I am, an outside favorite, Jack Robertson, WA won the Vulcan Pipe Pro for the QS Ooh, a couple of years ago, or you go to the is it time for John John to finally win the, on his home turf? I think so. I think John John's due, isn't he? Yeah, he's due. I'd, but I'm always going to be partial to the Sunshine Coast boy, Julian Wilson. Atta boy, yeah. But he's got a tendency to choke. So, but let's just, like, this hopefully won't get back to him. But yeah. And, but yeah, other than that, what else have we got around the ground? Not much, mate. Like, there's, I think the AFL drafts on Wednesday night. So there'll be a few young fellas that will be drafted, which will be good. Uh, and if, uh, ABL's going to. The bu- spring training. Yeah, they're coming. The- I, I did see a clip. Uh, there was chat, former MLB superstar Manny Ramirez, who's playing for the Sydney Blue Sox. He is the yeah. first contestant for the ABL Home Run Derby. So you may as well just throw your money at him because... Uh, no, no, I'm putting money on um, Donald Lutz from the Brisbane Bandits. Yes, we, we are a Brisbane Bandits podcast, aren't we? Nick Bacono put, me on, put me on to him if you're going to be putting money on. Sneaky little chance. Sneaky little chance. Keep an eye on that. Uh, Maybe Boof with the freshly Boof Patagla being freshly married. Mike gets a married dingers. Bit of juju, you reckon? Yeah. Nice. 
not much else like that. Yeah, AFL drafts on now. It's a little bit later this year, obviously, with how the season went. Uh, NRL news. There hasn't been too much since the draws come out. Obviously, there's been talk about the uh, the uh, court cases for DeBellin and Hayne. We're not going to touch on that because we did last week, and there's no point giving it any more airtime. Uh, Brisbane-wise, Tom Flegler just signed an extension for two extra years. I think that takes him to 2024. I like it. Fat Albert got sent back to South Slogan. Good. Yeah, no, that's fair. Don't come back to preseason with oh, extra yeah, fucking yeah. meat pies from Yatler under your belt. You're not, play, you're not playing for the Palmwoods Devils in the C grade in the Southern Coast Comp where you can get away with that shit. You're a professional athlete. Yeah. At least turn up in some type of shape. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, but back, back to the Flegler signing uh, extension, sorry. I like it. I think... I think he did... There was a new story he did mention that the preseason has been good so far. Obviously, it's only been a week or two now. But the style of coaching that Kevy's bringing uh, it seems very positive. It seems like he's getting around the younger blokes and really giving them a focus, which is good because Flegler was one of those players the last year and a half I'd say that has been a little bit underwhelming like signing big money only playing 20 minutes I think this year it opens up for him to play a lot bigger minutes probably around 55 to 60 which would be good for him Uh, especially with Lodge on the outer too but but yeah so Oh, sorry, I was just reading Shane Warne's bloody test team there. Don't care. It's shit. He's not a select. Oh, he's, just fucking, he's just picking the Victorians left, right, and center. Go fuck off. Yep. It's not- he's called for Marcus Harris. The man couldn't make runs against a Sri Lankan team. Fuck off. Yep. Who, you know who did make runs against Sri Lanka? Joe Bird. Sean Marsh. I was actually going to go that route, but anyway. Oh, that was, oh I was going to point that <laughs> But yeah, uh, nothing much. I thought. Well, obviously the uh, Brisbane uh, let go of Joe Off and Gowies at West Tigers now, which allowed for Josh Alloway to get his wish to and go to the Manly Seagulls. I think that's a lateral move for him. I don't rate him. Albert Hopewati signing that Bulldogs. Yeah, Albert. Yeah. Oh, okay. One of the twenty Hopewatis in the league. Yeah, fair. But um, yeah, it's just. Well, another thing that caught my eye this week was the Wallabies, the uh, Indigenous <laughs> version of the National Anthem. It's quite like speaking with my dad and stuff. I, I said, why can't Australia follow suit of, say, South Africa? I know there's not just one – it's a very sensitive subject, but I know there's not one traditional um, language, mm-hmm. Aboriginal language. is over – I think at one point there was over th- – 300 odd, I don't want it, but now it's down to 65. Yeah, okay. So, but I think why can't we follow the suit of the Kiwis and South Africans by having one verse in I, I think it's a, um, I th- an Aboriginal language and then one verse in a thing, but we still, yeah. It's a, it's a very, there is, very, there is wording to be named, changed in the national anthem as well. Oh, no, I agree with it. It's a very, yeah, it's. It's a very touchy subject, obviously being white. It, you, you don't know where you stand. Like, you can say something, it could be wrong. And that was the thing. I thought it was a fantastic thing to sing it in the traditional and the native language. I think is of the area. Was yeah. that correct? Am I right? Yes, I think so. Yeah. yeah so I, I agree with that. 
And obviously it's come out with, um, I think Anthony Mundine's come out. I think Latrell's come out. They're saying it still yeah. doesn't change the actual meaning of the song, which I, I can understand yeah. that point, which... There was one thing I'd, Anthony Mundine said. He goes, he wants, he said Australia needs to become one mob, which... You know what? That's what... Yeah, which is... which is That's quite right. So we need to figure out a way where we have a national anthem that's inclusive to all the traditional landowners and and so on. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I've, I'm fully in, on board with inclusiveness, definitely. It's just, it's so, it is a very tricky subject, but I think acceptance and obviously moving forward with that reconciliation period, like that's probably the first biggest step, but that, that's a completely different kettle of fish. And yeah. But I, it, I thought it was a fantastic gesture, definitely. One, one man they should contribute go to see is Preston Campbell the real he doesn't get spoken enough highly for what he's done for the Aboriginal community yeah in Australia. Uh, oh 100% uh, yeah and I, I agree with you fully with that Presto was fantastic for getting the Indigenous All-Stars concept for the NRL up and running uh, the Preston Campbell medal obviously the player of the matches after him which is great he does a lot of community work still um, and he's a yeah. fantastic role model he always has been from when he was at the Sharks when he won the Premiership with the Panthers yeah, um, yeah. Also, I'd like to rename the Tri Nations to the Thai Nations. Fucking ties, oh, yeah, no. fucking terrible. That's yeah. That's well. Also, I saw it. Reese Hodge. Reese Hodge, you're walking up to win a game and you're laughing. You haven't such like. If you're putting your hand up to hit from forty yards out, have the game face on, bud. Yeah. Watch the game notes. Put the game face on. That's it. But that's it for this year, I think, for rugby. Excuse me. Uh, other than that, man, there's not too much else. I did see the NBL also has released their schedule. They're, I think they're doing a bubble system too, but that's in the new year, which will be good. We'll touch on that in the new year. I think that's it for this week. Yeah, that's it for this week. I'm just um, doing my little Shaw Marsh facts for the week. Um, I usually have it ready to go, but today I'm Googling it as we speak. Well, do you want me to, well, I want me to filibuster while you do that? Yes, you can fill a bus. Sure. So, so just to give it an update, obviously last week uh, was the end of November. A bit of an update on the team. Uh, we ended up raising $360 out of our 1000 which is fine. Like Every bit counts. So we do appreciate all the donations uh, for that. Uh, I moved 60Ks for the entire month. Thank you for my lovely little puppy uh, for dragging me everywhere in the morning. So I got the 62Ks done and dusted. Um we do appreciate all the donations that have come through for the month. We'll try and do it a bit better next year, be a bit more onto it. We didn't post as much as we probably should have. We're busy people, but you know what? Is what it is. But thank you again to everybody that's done Movember. And I'm, I'm still rocking the Mo. Like, I'm happy with it. I think I'm I, um, Yeah, I'm going to keep it going. Well, I got a haircut. Well, I think I got a bit of uh, leeway from the partner when I got a haircut on the weekend. So I'd actually, I actually don't look like a derelict with a mustache. So. I'm look, oh, I'm looking like a dirty seventies. Um, oh, I can't say the word because it's Italian. Let's just say, <laughs> let's say I'm looking very Italian when I have the hair back with the moustache. Good letter. It's a spicy bit more. Good head of lettuce there, mate. Um, but you've got your. I've got my short mask. All right, well, that's I'm ready to go. Yeah, perfect. From cricket facts, cricketcountry.com. Yep. Short Marsh has a love for partying. Both. Sean and Mitchell have a history of partying a bit too hard. That's one for the boys. Something, something 
that has caused them to be dropped from their stateside on occasion. In 2007, Sean and Luke Pomisbat were both suspended after a night out, and more, more recently, both brothers were dropped from the Perth Scorchers side during the Champions League in 2012 after they went out to celebrate Mitch's 21st birthday. However, now he seems to settle down. Yeah, a leopard card change their spot, so let the boys play. <laughs> I did like that you brought up our former Brisbane Heat batsman, also WA batsman, Luke Pomabash. He was a fantastic like hitter of the ball. Quite another bit of... Um, oh, no, that was Luke Ronke. Luke Ronke got picked out of the crowd before T20 to make his debut because... Um, one of their keepers fell yeah. injured during the warm-up. Yeah, he went on. I'm pretty there. sure he also went on to play for New Zealand. Yeah, Great. just like Brendan, like Brendan Nash played for the Queensland Bulls and was the only white guy in the West Indies. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, fantastic. Well, that's another week of Off the Back Fence. Uh, like we mentioned, this is the second last episode for the year. We're coming back next week. We got a recurring guest coming back. We got Sparky coming back next week, going to do a bit of a year in review. So. Might even try to get Luke Andrews to come back. Yeah. See, if, see how he's settling into his new lifestyle oh God. of employment. So this could be could be a great episode next week. Definitely. A good way to finish off. Uh, once again, thank you to everybody that has been listening over the course of the last couple of months. If you haven't subscribed yet, please jump on Apple, jump on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, we are there. Uh, but I think that's it. Any last words, mate? Oh. Have have a good weekend and this, yeah, take it easy because I am got eight days of work left. Yeah, I won't be too far off that either, mate. So, uh, thank. It's it's cruise control has been switched on. Yeah, autopilot <laughs> is getting switched on probably by Friday afternoon. Yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. Well, say goodbye, mate. See you guys. Thanks again, guys. We'll speak to you next week.